Yes, people can be interested in new ideas when those ideas are expressed clearly and effectively. Welcome to the Research and Destroy podcast. Here's what we do. Step one, we take a subject. Step two, research the shit out of that subject. And step three, destroy the subject as we discuss what we found. With your hosts, John, Adam, and Justin. I'm John. I'm Adam. I'm Justin. Today's episode, we're talking about weird and mysterious deaths. Uh, and we wanted to talk about this subject today because, you know, there's a lot of like unsolved mi- murders and and people that get ki- killed with like weird extenuating circumstances. We kind of wanted to each pick one sub one uh, subject within this topic and dive in and see what we see we could find. Now that we've recorded our opinions, I, I think we should investigate to find out whether or not our opinions are based on good reason. Sure, yeah. Uh, I think this one because we have a bunch of different topics we're going to be talking about, and I think we picked this one initially because we figured it had kind of some shock value and maybe was interesting in some weird ways. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've had heard a, maybe heard a podcast about weird mysterious deaths or at least i haven't no i haven't either um so i think it's pretty symbolic i feel like the first episode should be all about death i I feel like that's uh it's a great yeah like a phoenix like a phoenix will rise (laughs) to burn ourselves down so that we could rise back up in episode one all right Um, so so what do you got adam uh yeah so anyway so um so my mysterious death is a, a somewhat famous case Okay. Um, that happened just a handful of years ago. Uh, the death of Kendrick Johnson. Um, I don't know this oh, one. Oh, Kendrick Johnson. Do you know this? Do you know you this do one? Not know this. Do you? John? No. Oh, oh okay. okay no. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know it either. I don't recognize okay. the name. Maybe I recognize no. the circumstances. So what, what happened? Okay, so it's 2013. Um, so I'll give you a little bit of background, and then I'll see. I'll ask you guys kind of like what you guys think of it and what you think maybe have ha- would have happened, and uh, we'll go from there. So on, on January 11th, uh, 2013, uh, Johnson was found. Uh, he was he was a teenager, and he was found headfirst in the center of a rolled up wrestling mat in his high school gym. A vertically rolled up wrestling mat. Uh, so like January he was 10th, so he was upside down. So he was yeah technically he was upside down. Um, so okay. his body was discovered by some students who. Where where was this at? What mess. area of the country, or world? Uh, this is in Georgia. Okay. So he so was his dis- body was discovered in the mat. Um, it's about six foot tall mat. Um, and yeah, so they they checked inside. They basically tipped it over. But basically, the autopsy by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation stated that Johnson died from positional asphyxia. So basically suffocated based on the way he was positioned in the mat. Yeah. Uh, and the case was ruled as an accidental death by the Loundis uh, County Sheriff's Office. So that gives a little bit of background about it. First impressions. That is intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how do you die from standing up? Well, he was standing upside down. He was... <laughs> he was... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, he died from standing upside down, right? And getting like, yeah. like, was he, he, sw- he wasn't like crushed by the mat, right? It wasn't crushing his. You don't, the, I mean, at least don't know so far. Um, oh, okay. I feel like so if you're on that it's like crushing you, right? Like, did he, was he cr- like, I. Yeah. So I mean, what do you think happened? Basically. A simple know. wrestling accident. <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> Free, a freak high school <laughs> wrestling accident. And then Classic. they rolled him up on the mat and then stacked it. With the other mats. <laughs> they come in the next day and they're like, all right, who's supposed to clean up these mats? 
You're supposed to wipe off all these teenagers. <laughs> what if it was him? <laughs> yeah, shit. Uh, oh, so it's a work accident. Yeah, so uh, that that happened, right? Jesus. So, okay. Yeah, crazy, crazy stuff, right? Um, so this is only 2013. It's not that long ago either. Um, I don't know. I think I may have heard about this, but at the time, I maybe just maybe didn't catch my ear for some reason, which I don't know why I wouldn't. But um, so basically, uh, they basically hypothesized that he fell into the mat while looking for a shoe and then couldn't get out. <laughs> right? So was there a shoe down there? Okay. So there were. So some students said that basically, uh, all right, we're going to go through this more in a second, but basically they said that he used to share a pair of shoes, gym shoes, with another kid. Uh-huh. Right? Sounds a little weird. This is horrible. Somebody died. And they, mm-hmm. but they, they used to, <laughs> but some of the kids, including Kendrick, they used to throw their shoes inside these coiled up uh, mats uh-huh. so that they wouldn't have to pay for a gym locker. Because you have to pay for a gym locker at this school. Oh, eh, Christ. I mean, that's, okay, what, is it just overpopulated or something? I, I don't think so, Obama. Yeah, it's Obama's fault. So, 2013? The, uh, so I'm not sure. Uh, so <clears throat> that's what the theory was. And uh, there were a pair of shoes below his body inside the mat. It does not sound that suspicious to me yet. Okay. Or mysterious, um, frankly. Really? I mean, okay, so he was there by himself. He was like, hold on, I'll catch up, guys, or I'm going to head home after this. And then he goes in his shoes that were sitting on top. They fell in the opening in the center. He went to climb in and get them. Got stuck. Nobody's around and died because of it. Okay. Um, also, they found that's what I, like that's my theory. Too. His actual shoes that were on his actual feet, because he had a separate pair of shoes, were kicked wow. off. Were kicked off, and they were on top of his body, like on top of his feet and legs up there. So that's another a de- another minor detail. Um, what, what do you What do you mean kicked off? off? So he had just had his socks on, and his shoes were lying on top of his body. Inside, <laughs> drum. <laughs> this is a drum joke. <laughs> um, so, basically, the the lieutenant who in the uh, at the county sheriff's office said that we never had a credible threat that um, or information that said that this was uh, anything other than an accident. They okay. were the family was pretty pissed. Um, they think that it was that was a murder, basically. Um, yeah. And then they had eventually we'll talk about it in a minute, but they had the body dug back up and relooked at after uh, it was initially uh, initially looked at. Yep, he's wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> can i um i um i I, I know his name is kendrick johnston but this story yeah. is way better if his name is jim matthews who's jim matthews <laughs> god damn it i don't <laughs> Just fucking jim jim Math- Math- okay <laughs> oh, he's stupid asshole <laughs> so james uh we'll go through <laughs> we'll go through the recap of james's murder no for kendrick um Kendrick Johnson is actually <laughs> we'll keep that accurate. Um, so, Jesus. Uh, so, so, so it's I found clever. the most clever. Uh, grouped up in, uh, information on a Reddit post, obviously, by some guy who followed the entire case and like laid it out where pretty much like exactly as it happened. So I will kind of take pieces of that and we'll go through it. Real okay, right? yeah. All right, yeah, that's good. So um, basically on Wednesday, 2013, of January 9th, uh, school resumed at LHS. After is, this the, is this the next day? Uh, no, this is, this is kind of how it all happened, basically. So prior. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Leading so up to it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. So there were some big wrestling mats there. There's an old gym and a new gym. Um, I guess they were doing some stuff on the older gym and, and wanted to kind of do repairs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so many uh, students, including Kendrick, used the rolled up mats for storage for their, sh- for, <clears throat> for their shoes. 
yada yada. They also <clears throat> oh sorry. Two mats. No, two gyms. Uh sorry. Yes. <laughs> um so they had block schedules at the school too. <clears throat> oh my god, sorry. Uh they had a block schedule at the school. Good. So there's weird classes and yada yada. Um uh, so at about one thirty, can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. So about one thirty on Thursday the tenth. Uh, the video cameras in the school captured him walking into the gym, into the old gym. Uh, nobody follows him. What time no was that? Walks, uh, 1.30 p.m. P.m., okay. He walks into no the old gym. No one follows him because he has a break. Is so this no the day him. before the night they find him or the next morning they find him? Yes, I believe it's okay. the exact day before. Yes. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so, go to the gym. Uh, no one follows him for another three minutes until after he enters. Uh, he was going to get a pair of shoes, supposedly, that he stored in the mats. Uh, he shared shoes with another student, um, and on that particular day, that mat was now behind several other mats that were recently rolled up into the old gym. Uh, he's marked absent from his next class, which is a weightlifting class, um, and he was expected to return home after a freshman basketball game that evening. He didn't come home that night. The next morning, Kendrick's mom was like, yo, what's up? So she walks down there. She asks the administration what's going on. They don't have any information. They put some missing flyers out. At about 10.30 in the morning, that next day, a fellow female students were sitting on a few mats uh, filling out a survey of some sort. They and noticed they some socks feet, sticking yeah. out of one of the mats. They're like, yo, right, is this Kendrick's so, feet? They're like, yo, I recognize those feet. Those, those are some Kendrick's feet. Uh, nah, tube socks. He always wears tube socks. <laughs> Fate would have it, and he would die in a tube. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. <laughs> they just wiped their hands and went home. No, they uh, <clears throat> couldn't pull. They couldn't pull them out. So they, I told the teacher. The teacher and the kids kind of knocked the mat over, and they partially pulled him out head first. But it was like he had already been dead for like a day or almost a day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they told the kids to go to the new gym. There was a lockdown. Yada yada. And then they had like uh, he would be cold by then, right? Like the body. So they're grabbing yeah. him and cold hands pulling him out. Yeah, twenty four. Were his hours. hands were his hands up like he was trying to reach the sh- shoes? They're like, as far as I could tell, they were kind of like, kind of up, like kind of stuffed, like kind of ish by his body. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Yeah. So uh, I'm officially down. Like this was clearly an accident. Like the way Justin described. So it. far, that's what it sounded like. So you said you made a point earlier. Let me ask this question. You made a point earlier to say at one something p.m. he goes to the old gym, and he has. For three minutes, no other students go in. Why? Why did you purposely say three minutes? That's just the facts. I don't know. Yeah. It's just part of the video. <laughs> okay. Um, so, like three minutes later, happened. the murdering kids went in. Is that? Maybe that's the possibility. <laughs> okay. So we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, so, anyways, there's there's this video of the basic scene uh, of after they pull the kids out. Yeah. They found some. Uh, they found no blood outside the mat. Um, they found a minor amount of blood uh, on the floor underneath the body. Um, the shoes Probably were off his feet from his yeah and then um there was some this is there's some weird additional details like bloody tissues were found in a trash can in a local bathroom but then they traced them back to the dna of somebody else okay well it's just every that's a completely it was, a, it but was initially they might be like yeah. oh somebody wiping off blood exactly. there was a young lady you know yeah that yeah yeah, yeah doing, doing something like that blow yeah, yeah doing blow thing yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> doing the okay. sock up back there so this, they, this story is less mysterious and more hilarious, actually. I, it's well, it's sad. Weird. It's sad. It's that, also weird. That is a hilarious, but 
the story isn't isn't just the story. It's also what the family is like, and that I think is the most interesting part of it. Okay, and we haven't there. really gotten to that yet. Okay. So uh, the day after he was found, uh, the Reverend Floyd Rose of uh, Christian Leadership down there um, approached one of the family members and said he wants to run an independent investigation into the death. Uh, he agreed the to help. Reverend. Some yeah, some Reverend down Detective there. Detective Reverend like, Floyd. Detective- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matthews. He's full time. Re- yeah, full time. <laughs> Detective Jim Matthews. Yeah, Detective Jim Matthews, sir. You drew that on a piece of cardboard. <laughs> sir, there's been a murder. There's no time for your pun jokes. <laughs> they get the NWAC uh, or NWACP. Call Rev- Reverend Pun. And then uh, somebody from N- uh, NWACP, uh, Leah Touchton, was also there. So she. Uh, so there's a bunch. Of, there's a rally that happens too. The family, the family, Johnson family, locked hands and blocked the entrance to the courthouse. And they were arrested for civil disobedience. Wait, why? Because like, they, they thought that, they were, that basically from the beginning, everyone was basically saying it was an accident. And they were like, we're not going to let this go on. We want to have that, like, an actual death, an actual investigation. But it was oh, wait, like, hold on. I, I, I'm, I'm catching up here. I, for some reason, assume, you said the NAACP was involved? They, they became involved. How so did that happen? Kid. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I just automatically assumed white kid. I don't know why. No, Seriously. no, he, no, no. So, yeah. So, so they got involved somehow. They, they. I don't know why they did this entire locking of hands, locking the entrance. But they did that. They got arrested for civil disobedience. Um, and then the reverend put up his own home as collateral for the bond out of jail of Jackie Johnson, the mother. Weird. Okay. So there's some weird stuff going on, right? Well, uh, solidarity. But so I wonder if. Okay, so is this, this become a racially charged like death? It a little bit, and then like in May, because what were the, what were they expecting people to to? They wanted like a big lash out, like a big public lash out that it was like needed more investigation and more eyes on it. Okay, I mean, so they needed. Yeah. They didn't want to say that, admit that it was. What's yeah, that? I mean, it's a, like it's possible yeah. that it was something else, right? Right. I mean, what maybe. do you mean? What were you saying, John? I, I like. I, I mean, get it. Like, dead black kid in a Georgia high school. Like, I can see why somebody might suspect something. You know? Okay. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right, Adam. Go ahead. Sorry. So anyway, there was a rally, a fundraiser rally that was hosted mm-hmm. by Al Sharpton. That happened. Ah. Uh, who personally contributed five hundred bucks, yeah. and then over five thousand dollars was raised during that rally. The donors, including Al Sharpton, were led to believe that the money would be raised uh, for a reward for the murder. For investigation, the family never set a reward up. They just took the money <laughs> to do what with it. I don't know. This they isn't mysterious. Save. It's just it's weird. It's, kind of, it's just weird. It's very weird. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. Um, and then there's a local businessman, another guy named Roy Taylor, and he gave uh, a ten thousand dollar check that said, within ninety days, if somebody kind of gave more information, he would give the ten thousand dollar check to it to aid okay. in the investigation. Yeah, sure. Um, never ended up being taken up on. Um, a bunch of crazy stuff happened. They pulled the body back up. They they basically a, th- a second time. Uh, so it initially it went to the coroner. They did their investigation. Blah blah blah. Put him in the ground. Then they were like, "This isn't good enough. We're pulling him back up." They uh, pull him back up, and they have their own investigator and their own uh, person take a look at it. Yeah, um, medical examiner. Yes, there's a guy named Doctor Anderson that is disputing the findings. He he pulls him up, and he says that. This is the famous part, I guess. They found his organs were missing, and his body was stuffed with newspaper. 
so, newspapers from after, from before he was dead. <laughs> some weird time loop. So yeah, some <laughs> newspapers in there, right? So he's like, "What the hell is this?" Somebody's going to read their paper, and they're like, "What the hell, kidneys?" <laughs> <laughs> so, I have found the cause of death. This man has no organs. <laughs> this man read himself to death. Um, <laughs> Turns out he just ate too much newspaper. Kendrick, get it together. Uh, well. <laughs> you guys are damn monsters. <laughs> <laughs> okay so they basically the weird thing is that's weird but it's not so weird so i i guess it's not a law-breaking thing to fill it with newspapers i guess a lot of a lot of uh places uh fill it with they used to fill it with newspapers up to the, through the 70s and now okay. it's just not a normal practice anymore they now fill it with either sawdust or they embalm the organs inside and put them back in after they do their they cut them open and figure it out wait yeah. wait wait so so filling dead bodies with newspapers used to be a thing up to the seventies, apparently. This is what, and it's but not like, illegal but it's for the, to do it. It's just but it's weird. for the it's for the funeral though, so they still look like they have a body because otherwise their body collapsed. Like were the organs donated or something? They typically organs are taken out of the body and and embalmed or they're, they're discarded like in a proper manner, and then they fill the body with something else because otherwise there'd be like decaying organs inside the body, which is not a good smell and like a good thing. So I guess that's a normal practice, but the newspaper thing is like an old way of doing it. It's like I a see. cheap way of doing it. Well, that may so, just be the nature of initially it's shock Georgia. value, right? Because it's like, why is why is his body people aren't, with this crap? Because people aren't used to it. That's yeah, the kind and, of the key here. Okay. And when that opened up, the, when they opened the body and saw that, they're like, oh my god, somebody tampered with this body. It's now filled with newspaper. Like, what's happening? Right? There's newspaper so, the whole time. Um, yeah. yeah. When they when they dug up his body and they started finding out that there was all newspaper in there, was he like they? <laughs> They threw the sports section over there, and they threw the comics over there. Detective, did you find anything? Yes, Marmaduke's still not funny. I can't find page four. I can't find page four. Uh, what happens to this little girl selling brownies? <laughs> So like what are people what are somebody people people online were like, oh, they're selling his organs in the black market, all this crap. And then they're like, no, Why is this is just black an old, you know, an old <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. So anyway, moving right past that. Um, they disputed <sighs> the findings. The the guy who looked at it, Dr. Anderson, basically saw there was a blunt, basic quote unquote blunt force trauma on his right neck with that's about a two to three centimeter bruise. And that's it. There's nothing else. Um, oh, I, I'm off of Justin's theory now. I think uh, there's more to it. See, this is good. All right, so all right. that happened. Yeah. It's tiny, but there's a, some kind of blunt force. Two to three there. centimeter. That's like an inch and a half. Yeah, that's <laughs> what? Two to three centimeter. Centimeters are smaller than inches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're sorry. Do you mean? Do you mean millimeters? Two to three centimeters. Yes. So three centimeters is about an inch and a half. Is it? Yeah. Is that a cent- joke? Hold on, I gotta research and destroy this real quick. <laughs> centimeters to one inches. centimeter is point like three nine inches. Okay, so it's one point one eight inches. Is what I just said. It's one and a half inches. Three centimeters is one point one eight oh. inches. Okay, 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 okay. So two or three centimeters. Let's just say it's an inch. I thought okay. you were a math major. Let's just say it's an inch. <laughs> it's okay. like a quarter. I don't live in Europe. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> Well, maybe you should move to Europe because you can't do basic math. Okay, Kendrick. <laughs> he, uh, okay. 
So they basically they, they don't. They, but he didn't ever said anything else. He just said he said, "I don't claim he was beaten, but there's a weird bruise." So people are like, "Oh shit, he was people beaten." Get... Right? They get bruises from other. <laughs> they reasons. say, "Oh shit, he's been beaten," and then they did. I just said, <laughs> "Oh shit, he's been beaten." This, um, so this is Doctor Doctor Anderson saying Dr. this stuff. Doctor Anderson, yeah, 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 yeah. So Doctor of what? That that being said, for what it's <laughs> worth, Doctor Anderson is now a private pathologist after being fired from the state of Florida for a myriad of unprofessional and unethical actions on his part over the years. So I want to know one of those unethical actions, please. Yeah, tell I'd me be interested in that. Do you have one? I have no idea. Okay, oh, damn it. Well, like, we'll have to do another thing on Doctor Anderson. No, no, um, I already, I already. That being said, care. they were they're doing some more investigation. Blah blah blah. They uh, basically they couldn't prove anything else besides that. That was the only evidence they had. There was maybe something else going on there, but that was it. Okay. Um, after bringing that, that being brought back up to the county again, um, they were like, "What's going on?" They're like, "We still are going to stick with our guns, and we still think that that's due to slippage inside of the mat from his neck uh, or whatever." So there was no other evidence. So he, him just sliding down. That, yeah. Okay. And the blood was yeah, probably from asphyxiation, coughing up blood, the surfaces there of his lungs. There was only blood inside. There was no blood out to the mat or anything like that. There was no other blood anywhere else except for on him and below uh, where he was. So yeah, there's like no really sucks. cause of foul play. So <laughs> basically, <laughs> they, they, they investigated again and they concluded the exact same conclusion that it was accidental. Okay. Um, so that, yeah. that being said, we'll dot, dot, dot now into some weird misleading stuff. Oh. that the family has been involved in the weird stuff that they're doing. So the family cl first claims that it, that there are two kids in that school that previously, I guess, had a rivalry with, with uh, Kendrick. Okay. Um, Brandon and or Brian Bell, theoretically, they think that they murdered Kendrick because their father wow. is an FBI agent named Rick Bell. And they think that he set it up. <laughs> Come on. So they said that previously there was a fight between one of the one of those boys and Kendrick pretty recently. They did some research. It was over a year ago, and it was like a verbal scuffle on a bus. So it was nothing. So like regular. He was in how old was this kid? He was like 17. OK, so he's high in high he school. 17. Yeah, he's a high school kid. <sighs> All right. Yeah. So anyways, they caused such a fuss Drama. that they were, that one of those two boys had a scholarship to FSU for football. That they, re, they retracted that because of all of the, the allegations. Oh, um, yeah. But there was nothing about it. So they it also... Had no, it had no like substance to it, right? There was no substance to it. Yeah, okay. exactly. So, and the other boy um, <clears throat> was on the way to, a, to another place in Georgia for a wrestling meet with a whole bus full of kids. And they basically claimed that, like, the father set it up so all the kids and the bus driver and whatever are all alibis to the murder. And those kids were all in on it. And it's all under this Rick guy who is, like, this FBI agent that murdered their son. Their son. <clears throat> okay. So, no. and then like Kenneth, the father, Kenneth, who identified the son's body, he claimed that the media was, uh, like, steering in a different direction and that the room that he was in when he was body was being uh and at the cor coroners was hot when he got there so like there was some other like foul play going on and they claimed no like they, sexy took, or uh, <laughs> <laughs> dude <laughs> some slow smooth jazz as he walked in there he's like what's going on why are all these newspapers around <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! A bed of newspaper. You guys uh, are disgusting. <laughs> and they're like, "No, that's not what happened. We have all these controls in place." Yada yada. 
So they, they basically, he took a picture of the body after it had been uh, kind of cut open, et cetera, and they had removed kind of the skin of the face and put it back on, et cetera, all this weird stuff. He took a picture of it and claimed that that's what the body looked like coming out of the of the mat. Matt, so yeah. it looked like he was It looked like he was all beaten up and <clears throat> bloody, crazy. Who's, so who's like making claim, this claim? Uh, the father. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Kendrick's dad. When I um, die, I want you guys to stuff my body with old porno magazines. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. That's spoiler alert. That's how you die. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Well, he was stuffing his body with old porno magazines and, uh, well. <laughs> yeah, weird. Okay, so his father was making all these cl- like wild accusations, kind of. Yeah, their, fa- their family is just going basically crazy trying to get some kind of traction somewhere. Right. Um, basically, uh, there's some video surveillance that was eventually released. Like, let's release the videotapes of the school. They eventually do that because they're like, the school actually released them on, uh, like on their own accord. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of old videotapes where there's like not it's not perfect and they don't always match up with the timestamps. But in general, they show him going in there. There's no video directly of, in the gym, but like in the hallways. They show him going in there with nobody behind him for a few minutes. Some people go in a little bit later. They go out like nobody notices. And then like the night night happens. There's like nothing else. Um, and everybody that goes in later on too comes out like jovially just like hanging out or whatever too. So it has to be like a big group of people if they did that. Um, and they interviewed all the kids. All the kids stories match up. You know, like they, he went in there at some point in the past. They used hey, to one, use one sh- second. Man. It looked like it stopped recording. Okay. Oh, I got you. We good? Yeah. Yeah, so like uh, the videotape doesn't like show any any foul play. He goes in there. Um, the timestamps don't all match up, but it's like an old school system from like a couple of years ago. Like they have just mediocre video recording software. It's not great high resolution. There's yes. nothing in the actual gyms itself. It's easily you know? explained away by just inadequate technology. Yeah, it's just it's fine, and it it, it kind of proves still proves the point. There's nothing that that kind of counterproves anything that has been said. So right, yeah. Um, it wasn't like any more useful evidence either. Uh, and then. Basically, basically, the people, everyone who worked on this, including people at the w, at the NW, w, double, NAACP, <laughs> left. They leave the W the, the NAACP, WNBA. Yeah, the W. They leave the WNBA. <laughs> it's, it's real <laughs> I don't know why that's so hard to say. They leave, like, everybody who's involved in this case eventually like gets pointed at and then like falls out of it and leaves it because of the families being like so crazy about it. Um, what do you What do you mean, everybody that gets involved in this case? People, uh, the Reverend guy, he drops out. Al Sharpton starts like he drops oh, out because they're being so wild and unpredictable. They're like, yeah, okay, there's nothing else here. Exactly, and they I keep see. they keep doing crazy stuff about it. They keep talking about it. They keep bringing it back up. There's even like a big Facebook page about it. Um, like I, they claim they claim that the sheriff is in on it too, and the sheriff's son and his sometimes known as his grandson. The sheriff has no son nor grandson. What the hell are they talking about then? I have no idea. So it was sensational. Yeah. So in the news, the, the news yeah. was eating it up because these people were being crazy. They are. But it's yes. kind of a non-story. They still are yeah. to this day. Yeah, it's kind Weird. of like it's been dead. And it, that's why I kind of kept reading about it. I was like, this, this murder is like, it seems relatively solved, but it's it just keeps going on. They're forever. just not accepting it. They, Interesting. They even like, they put photos of the family that they think that the kids killed uh, their yeah. son. They're putting photos of their grandmother online with justice will be served. It's this old lady is like 92. <laughs> By who? By her? The parents. The parents. But who's like, the who's going to serve this? Who's serving the justice? The grandma? I don't know. <laughs> it's, 
it's a picture of like the Oracle from the Matrix. <laughs> it's not even his grandmother. Jesus. It's just like an That's old. It's crazy. just like her with like Photoshop newspapers, just like smacking her in the head into her grave, <laughs> filling her body. Uh, so anyways, like you know when you you know when you're, you know when you're real silly putty across newspaper. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and then stuff that newspaper into a dead kid's body. Right, and then you right exactly, just like in the seventies. So, so there's all right. alibis all around. There's no anything crazy. There's nothing crazy about going on it. And basically, the end goal, the end point is uh, mm-hmm. that he went in there, grabbed his shoes, just like you said. He tried to go down there. He realized he wasn't tall enough to kind of get the shoes and get out. And since it was so tight and constricting when he put his hands down, he couldn't get his arms back up and out to pull yep. himself back yep. up. Because his weight ledge. probably wedged him in. Right? Yep. And he slipped down a little bit too. He had just like got kind of kept on going deeper and deeper. And then he couldn't, he had to kick up his shoes in like desperation to try to like get his feet on something. Yeah. That's basically. Honestly, it's, it's just a super embarrassing death. And like they tried to make it into something more than what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. They thought somebody, I mean, it's right. They wanted somebody to blame Exactly. Like that's an odd way. Like if you're gonna murder somebody, that's an odd way to do it. Like let's put them upside down in a gym mat. Like that's well, a little... it's a genius way to do it if you don't want to get caught. I mean, I guess especially if you just... hit him with a with a one and a half inch something to kill him on his neck. <laughs> yeah. like a, a beef peen hammer or whatever. The heck. Yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah, those things you'd like fold the piece of paper and then get a rubber band. <laughs> you like oh, fold the instantly the, dead. the stinger. Yeah. Falls down a tube. Uh, yeah. the, the very last part about this thing is that yeah. the parents at very recently, a couple uh, a couple weeks days ago actually, like last week, last Friday, got the warrant, whatever it is, to exhume the body again. So they're digging him up again to do another investigation. They're trying to get funding for it. Um, did did, did they uh, when they dug it up this last time? Did they just say, "Ah, oh, it's just old news"? <laughs> I think that yes. Okay. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh that sucks <laughs> you're welcome yes yes you thank definitely you got it you got it uh justin you definitely got the correct i think what it would be the correct answer at this point yeah. in time for the yeah. mysterious death but the, the, it's the tale is but it's, it's, it's interesting it's not necessarily yeah. mysterious but it is weird yeah yeah i mean it's the death weird. is the death isn't but how weird the family acted yeah although you know what things like that like keep me up sometimes like if i ever fall and like you know a legal left-handed cigarette out here in California, and I start getting a little paranoid. I'm like, what if I fall into a gym mat upside down while trying to reach something? <laughs> it's very specific. And I get stuck in the gym mat and die. John, you realize that he wasn't reading something in a gym mat, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what he was reading? The news. <laughs> He's like, I know, I'll eat my way out of this predicament, and then here we are later. <laughs> Up to our elbows, no organs, just newspaper. All right. Pretty good. So, Adam, let me ask you a question. When you started reading it, what did you think you were going to find? Uh, since it was still technically unresolved and still kind of is, I assumed that it was less uh, – I don't know. I, I didn't think that he just, like, fell in there because the shoe thing to me just seemed, like, weird. Like The shoe sitting shoes, on top of his body? Like, the thing that they kept shoes in gym mats to, to not pay the fees, but, like, yeah, how, weird. how did they not – like, what do they usually do? Just tip him over and then get the shoes out? And then this time there was just so many that he was like, screw it, I'm going in. Or maybe he like, you wedge them in the top and they don't fall all the way down or something. I don't really know how big a wrestling mat is, though. Like, it must be pretty heavy. I, it's like, it's like, yeah, uh, I feel like he could have just tipped it over horizontally and then he's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's why I was like, why would why would you do that? Why that you seems like yeah. Well, hindsight is you know, but yeah. he's uh, he probably thought it was a quick fix. Oh, it's just a little ways down, and then yeah. they fell, and then he fell, and then the whole thing. I mean, it's an it's a freak I mean, accident. It makes sense. I, I just at first I was like, this is weird. I don't think I believe that he just dove into that to get a pair of shoes. Right. Turns out that's probably what he did. Yeah. I I didn't I had never heard of this. I just got on a list of unsolved or mysterious deaths, murders, whatever it was. Um, and the one I and I and it was literally based on his name, and then there was like a sentence. So the sentence I read was something along the lines of. Man was shot with 60 eyewitnesses and no one was convicted. So I'm going to take you back in time a little bit. They shoot the eyewitnesses at him or the eyewitnesses saw him get shot? <laughs> you son of a bitch. So 60, reader, right? 60 people witnessed this man get shot and there was no, there was no conviction. There was no one even arrested. Discuss. So I'll, yeah. Uh, so, so here, uh, so uh, what I'm talking about, uh, uh, taking you back to 19, uh, the mid 1970s, uh, in a, a tiny ass town called Skidmore, Missouri. Uh, it's a tiny farming town. It literally has like a street and a bunch of buildings with paint peeling off of it. It has a population of 250 people. It's the kind of place where everybody knows everybody else, right? Every, pretty much everybody's in everybody's business. Everybody knows. Uh, it's point that the, the square footage of the town is 0.3 square miles. This is how this is a small place. I can't even um, picture that. Right. It, it looks like uh, it literally looks like a, a street where two streets intersect and there's like a couple buildings on each way and then it's just farmland. It's so it's okay. and it's dust in the parking. The, it's like uh, a hamlet, if you will. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You had me at hand. On a um, side note, Skidmore, Missouri is where Justin buys his underwear. So, <laughs> yeah, Skidmore, me sorry. <laughs> Skidmore, misery. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? So it has a gas station, it has a bar and grill, it has a town hall, and like two or three more buildings. Okay. All right, so uh, there's a guy that lives there. He was born in the 1930s, so it's it's hard for me to like keep in track of how old people are. But this guy was born in the 30s. He was 15 of six, 15th of 16 children. His name is Ken McElroy. It's like half the town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's he's the 15th of 16 children, and uh, he ends up growing up. He ends up being a big guy. He's uh, he's got dark curly hair. He's like a burly, beefy dude. Uh, he's got like big, ch- uh, like chops that come down his, you know, sideburns. Um, just to kind of like, so you can get a picture. And he's just a big, heavy set brow. All this stuff like looks like a big galoot, right? And uh, throughout his like time here, he like had a farm, and he he was actually um, kind of like a menace to this small town. But he was so big, and and the law never caught up with him that, you know, he, he was like the bully of this little town. Um. And like most of the, he was in, uh, he was indicted 21 times according to his lawyer and convicted once. For what? Uh, so he was indicted on things like um, sexual harassment, or not sexual harassment, but uh, sexual assault, rather. Um, Tackling the wrong quarterback. Stealing, uh, steal, like, sh- stealing sheep, stealing livestock, arson. <laughs> well, it's a farming town. <laughs> so he's like, but. <laughs> 
You know, whenever you think you're from a small town, you hear a story about another small town where somebody got in, in trouble for stealing sheep. We're from we're from a metropolis by comparison. Yeah, my God, five hundred thousand people compared to this. So, um, plus by by the way, in point three square miles, where do you hide the sheep that you just took? Like, so that's find the, them pretty. So quick. that's the town itself, but the. They're farmland. People live, you know, out. They they go into town to the shop mm. to get, you know, their grocery store. There was like not much there. Um. So he had, he'd been married a couple times. Uh, he had been charged with numerous felonies. His lawyer estimated about three a year since he would became an adult. Um. And he was convicted once. At one point, uh, he got married and had a couple kids, and uh, he was in. And he he was he was married to he got he started seeing a 13 year old woman as like a mid 20s guy got her pregnant and then married her to like get the uh charges dropped or whatever or to have no charges <laughs> maybe they get the family sheep <laughs> i actually think 13 is legal consent in missouri so it doesn't really matter <laughs> not that you've researched it extensively <laughs> oh, no you guys froze so um he left that woman when he started dating another 12-year-old, <laughs> oh, uh, in 1971, he met a, a girl named Trina uh, when she was only 12 years old. And within two years, she was expecting her first child. Um, oh, God. He Damn. married her. He, uh, during That's some point. Yeah. No. It's because he didn't want to get arrested <laughs> for whatever he was doing. Um, I like how he was with a 13-year-old. And then they were like, ah, oh, he'll be all right. Then he gets a 12-year-old. Son, you have crossed the line. <laughs> No, the 13-year-old was looked down upon too, but he was like he's like training in for a newer model. I'm like, <laughs> god damn it. So his name his full name was Ken Rex McElroy. And uh so it lo- locally his he was known as Ken right. Rex. Yeah, so he um he had been like bullying this town like people wouldn't mess with him. They would pick fights with him, but or he would pick fights with people and like the law would never they could never like get him on anything. The local, you know, the local police couldn't do anything. None of the authorities could do anything. Um, well, he got this girl pregnant. He had a couple kids. And at one point, this is kind of where I said he got he got convicted one time out of his 21 indictments. Um, while he was in – he was shopping in the town grocery store, um, his kid had picked up something and the grocer said, hey, she needs to pay for that. And Ken got like, uh, like uh, inf- affronted by this and like threatened the guy, then came back with a gun – a couple days later, while the grocer was like loading stuff out of a, a truck and behind his store, like the alley behind his store, and shot him in the neck, and he didn't die, but uh, he, yeah, but he and he was he actually you know he was injured, but he wasn't like gravely injured. He survived the the grocer, uh, so this guy got convicted of that, um, and so he just the whole town fucking hated him, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, basically, and so, so um, questions. As if the pedophilia wasn't enough. Was he married to one of these women? One of these he was girls? married. To, this was his. I want to say this was the the Trina, the twelve year old. That was his third wife. So at this point in time, it was not illegal to do that. I don't think so. Or I, I don't know. It's this is that would the, be the easy way to just take him in, right? Well, I think the right. law. It's not the law was like kind of intimidated by him. Like the local police just were like, "What are we going to do?" You know, they'd he'd go out mm-hmm. to the they'd go out to the land to talk to him and he'd shoot at him and stuff. <laughs> well, don't you have guns? <laughs> I'm just. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's Adam, a, there's only so many bullets, but he had an infinite amount of sheep. So yeah, it, 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 <laughs> he, he had like <laughs> 300 sheep with shields on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
It's like uh, that. It's like Sparta, but yeah. Oh, if, you, if, you could, if you could, if you could, if you could but as a sheep, do it. <laughs> so, wait, so, okay. so he, so he grab, goes home and grabs what a pistol. I've shot rifles, shotguns. I don't know. 22s. I don't know what he's shooting back with. So he, for what, for shooting the grocery store guy. Yeah. The grocery store guy. <laughs> um, he, I think he went to his truck and got it, or maybe he came back a couple days later. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't clear. It wasn't like somebody was surprise, following him. The whole, surprise! It wasn't like somebody was following him the whole time. He just showed back up days later, still holding the grudge. You mean his Prius? Yeah, he, he pulled up. Prius. He pulled up in his Prius. <laughs> yeah, pulled out his AK. Yeah, he pulled his AK. <laughs> uh, so, um. Let's see. So he, uh, so he's married to this girl. He's got a couple kids with her now. And so that was in 71. He started dating that, tw- uh, that 12 year old mm-hmm. fast forward through all this terrible shit. He's doing all these people that they've like, you know, he's getting in- indicted means that like, basically he's been charged with these things or, uh, and not convicted. Like they never could make mm-hmm. it stick. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, you know, 30 years of time where they're having to do like deal with all this shit. He's like wreaking out the havoc. He's wreaking on this town. Uh, so now we're at July 9th, which is actually a couple days from today, 1981. Um, oh, she's 22 now. It's too old. <laughs> so <to> up. <laughs> he's, uh, he's sitting in his truck, him and his wife are sitting in the truck, um, outside of the, the town, um, bar basically. And a couple buildings down the entire town, uh, estimated between 50 and 70 people are having a town meeting about him hmm. talking about he's a menace. We've got to do something. We can't live like this anymore. They're just living under this guy's thumb in complete fear of how he might retaliate, you mm-hmm. know, especially really spiked by the, his attack on the grocer guy. Um, so that meeting lets out and a shot rings out through the back of his truck. Cause you can see, you know, they they kind of, they paint the picture of, you can see the two silhouettes, him in the driver's seat and the wife in the passenger seat. And all of a sudden his 22 year old wife that he's been dating since he was, since she was 12, just hears a gunshot, the glass shatter and her husband slump over dead in the driver's seat. It's a good shot. Yes. Um, she's so Trina. Note, 10 faithful years to a teenager. Good for him, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Cause of the he's drama, his life back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. He was going by Rex on Facebook now. <laughs> Sometimes he still likes to see what that what his ex thirteen year old is up to. Like yeah. now, you know. God, she looks so adult now. <laughs> Man, she got fat. <clears throat> she did though. I saw a picture of her. She did. Um. <laughs> so this dude. Um, uh. So the, the whole town basically had just poured into the street, leaving this meeting. And then somebody shoots this guy and, you know, the police come, they do the crime scene, whatever the, the Trina gives her statement to the police that she swore that she, um, just before the shots were fired, she looked over her shoulder and saw one of the local cowboys pull a rifle from their pickup truck and take aim at Ken. Um, she swore to the law and three grand juries that the man, uh, was a guy, um, Named Del Clement was a local uh, member of a prominent ranching family, um, mm. and that guy has actually since died and did not confess to anything. 
the Del Clement name beats the Missouri quota, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> checks out. He just, he just, wait, so, <laughs> so she claims that someone drove up a side, shot through that rear window, and hit him in the back of the head as they drove by. Somebody got a gun out of their truck and came up and shot him. Oh, on foot. Yeah, through the glass behind the on the cab behind through the glass. Right. Yes. The right. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the I think on in the behind. Okay. Um, Interesting. So, like, through all this stuff, he had, you know, he had been terrorizing this town, and he, um, he had been avoiding prosecution on all these charges: assault, rape. He shot a guy, and he got apparently he got out of most of these charges by witness intimidation. He like would go threaten the people involved. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. people hated this dude. How do you get like? How do you have a trial in a place like this when I, everybody knows who you are? I don't like, know. Everybody give him a non-fair trial. Like, wouldn't that have to go to the state? Well, something? that's and that's the whole point is that Whitney they couldn't have enough evidence. They they wouldn't be able to because the witnesses would be scared for their lives. Like he in didn't. A town that small, the judge is like a uh, is is like a hound dog or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> in a robe, it's, it's a bale of hay in a in a robe. <laughs> <laughs> All day he's just chasing those sheep around. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> As long as you bring him sheep. Wait, I'm sorry. He's a judge? No, it's just a dog we named Judge. <laughs> Shit. It was a good I'm dog sorry, name. The judge has spoken. <laughs> how's it? Judge, how's this case looking? Rough. <laughs> uh, low hanging fruit, but yeah, I'll it take is. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, so the, so the, the police chief, uh, these guys, these the names for these people are amazing. So the first, the first guy's name was Ken Elmore, Ken Rex McElmore, the guy yep. that supposedly killed him, Del Clement. Yep. Police chief Hal Riddle. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, which is confusing. Tom Morvolo Riddle. No, obviously. right? Yeah, Harry Potter. Gotcha. If, you're, um, if, if your last name is a verb that's typically done on a front porch on a hot summer day, you know what I mean? That's how you. That's how you know you're in Missouri. <laughs> Damn much. <laughs> hey, I'm Hal Hal Riddle, Chief. My Chief. name is Dale Sweet Sassy Molasses Clement. <laughs> you want to know how you earned that nickname? <laughs> you don't. How south do you think Missouri is? <laughs> it's a far- <laughs> below Louisiana. <laughs> it's further south than right. Um, so I think some backwoods stuff going on there. Totally. I'm sure, oh, I'm sure. So the county prosecutors is the uh, the guy that's got to deal with this. His name's David Baird, and he's like young, just out of law school, and this is his first case. And so he keeps making all these like statements to the press and to the public, like we'll get the guy that did this, we'll bring justice. Um, but no matter what they do, the police, the county uh, investigators, whatever, inv- in- interviewing people, no one, everyone's like, yeah, I didn't see anything. Sixty w- eyewitnesses, nobody saw anything. Sixty people eyewitnessed. That out in this this tiny two streets intersecting town, nobody saw anything or said they saw anything. Yeah, one. Right. So, That's uh, well. if you're a witness by default, doesn't that mean that you were there? Doesn't that mean that you like saw something? I mean, you can't have six people who are like, yeah, I'm a witness, but I didn't see anything. <laughs> Wouldn't you be like, there was a big airplane <laughs> flying by? We all were watching it. <laughs> I don't think you know the definition of witness. <laughs> so that is, you're exactly right. There were 60 people present, 40 to 60 people, yeah. basically all the people leaving that meeting. Yeah. And no one saw anything. Wink. Do you think there was like a plot? Oh, yeah. Like they all plotted? Well, they yeah. were just, so they, 
Were these all sheep in people's clothes? <laughs> 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 Tired of getting rustled. <laughs> One of them just has like a knife up to the hound dog's throat. He's like, you could kill anybody. <laughs> You'll be judge. I'll be (laughs) (laughs) send you out to pasture. Wait, that's a horse. Is that a horse? (laughs) You know, just farm animal jokes in general. We'll do here, actually. (laughs) God damn. Uh, So they they interrogated sixty. They actually interrogated one hundred and twenty different people, uh, or interviewed one hundred twenty different people trying to get evidence. they interviewed the the guy Del Clement, the one that Trina said she saw do it uh, two or three different times. Um, a couple years later, like two years later, the FBI got involved and conducted their own investigation, re-interviewing all these people, a lot of them the second time. Um, and people that live there would imagine being an FBI agent assigned to that fucking case. Like, really, this <laughs> is what the FBI is for. Like, for who gives that crap at some point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, right. Because they're like, okay, so what, what was he guilty of? Well, he stole some sheep. <laughs> he shot old man grocery in the neck. <laughs> Osama bin Laden is plotting as we speak, and you have me going after Rex Clement over here, or whatever the hell well, his name this was. This is in 1981, so Osama bin Laden hadn't been doing nothing. <laughs> There's uh, actually a song about this incident. It's called I Sheared the Sheriff. <laughs> But I did not see the deputy. God damn it. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, comes out. Yeah, so they basically reconduct the same thing and, and with the same result. They can't – nobody will talk. Nobody say, everybody mm-hmm. said they didn't see anything. Um, and they said that the people in the town would say like one person or two people would be interviewed. Like, you know, they'd talk to them and then everyone else would like know about it. Because mm-hmm. they usually – they said the FBI would show up in, in a dark car in, in pairs of two – dressed in suits and no one else in that town dressed that way. So it was very obvious when people showed up and the whole town knew very quickly to like shut up. Right. Um, So the evidence they found, they found two bullet casings from two different guns found at the scene. uh, And no one had guns, two different guns. Right. Um, And no one had ever been brought to trial in this death ever. Um, Now there is no uh, statute of limitations on murder. Uh, but most of the residents don't think anyone ever will be charged. So what did the shell casings say? Anything? They know uh, they one of them, yeah, I, I mean, I, the, apparently it wasn't any kind of evidence. I mean, usable evidence. Just normal old shell casings that just litter the ground in the town? <laughs> Skid, Skidmore, <laughs> Missouri. Um, you know, I, I know this is kind of dark, but at some point it's like, eh, I, I feel like the higher authorities were like, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? They were just like, you know, tiny ass town, 0. 0.3 square miles. Like the local town bully that was already committing crimes and getting away with it, like gets yeah. assassinated as it were. And yeah. It's like, you know, somebody was just like, well, you know. I mean, that's got to be the synopsis. That's got to be what, what people were thinking too, right? Because they're all get out of a town meeting talking <laughs> about him. I mean, it looks a little fishy when you're like, hey, what's that town meeting about? We're like, well, we all gathered to talk about this guy. And then he just happens to die. Sitting like, outside you of it. Change that story. Like, <laughs> we were really? talking about putting in a park <laughs> <laughs> over his grave <laughs> putting the bathroom right on top of the yeah so this, the the weapons were a 22 caliber magnum and an 8 millimeter mauser which I don't really know what, I don't, I'm don't. i not a gun oh guy God. so I don't know what that's, those are that is yeah okay 
eight millimeter. That's like this big. God damn it, yeah, Adam. <laughs> according, to, according to Adam's European conversions. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's see. Yeah, so he uh, Trina in 1984 sued the town for his wrongful death um, and she was seeking $6 million. The suit was settled out of court for about $17,000, although no wrongdoing was ever admitted by any of the parties. Um, yeah, he essentially married... So the reason he got married to these young kids was because he, he married his statutory rape victim so he couldn't be charged. That's how yeah. he, he was basically to get out of those crimes. So that was the whole point of that. Yeah. But then you, you still you still marry somebody underage. So you're just getting into another crime. It's oh, like- this is crazy. I forgot to tell you about this. All right, so... Uh, a, his um, after the birth of his first child with the twelve-year-old Trina, he got in a fight with uh, he what's the word? So he he t- took her back to his house because he she ran away to, to her parents because she's twelve-year-old. She ran away from his house to her parents' house. He went to get her, and when her mom and stepfather wouldn't let him marry her, so he went back to their house and killed their dog. And set their house on fire. My God, the judge? <laughs> no. <laughs> no wonder this didn't see any traction. Wait, no he judge. killed their dog and he, he set their house on fire? Burning it to the ground. What? <laughs> and then he went, just took her? Yeah. Hear- <laughs> she was just like, hey, I got no house now. He's like, you can say I'm mine. The so dad I was like, you know what, son? I respect I respect your gumption. <laughs> you can have my daughter's hand in marriage. This was this was all a test. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he was he was shot in broad daylight. Um and there's actually a book and I think a movie called just that in broad daylight. Um in oh, front yeah? of sixty in front of sixty people. Just shot dead. Um, oh, so this was like what time? It was like in the afternoon or something? Because uh, it was in the I morning. The it was like was the it was kind of like early morning. Damn, these people have some balls to do yeah. that in the morning. Yeah. So it's like I want to say it was like, oh boy, what, like a ten or eleven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's like post coffee. Yeah. You know, well, like I'm getting get all amped up on coffee. Day. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be the coffee. Fuck, <laughs> blame the coffee. Um, right. So. They never found anybody that some of the people that were involved have started. I mean, you know, it happened in 1981. So it's just this 60 eyewitnesses, not a single conviction. It's just, it was vigilante justice by an entire town. So, at, okay. So his ex was wife or whatever. And now she's his just his widow. Yeah. She just wants justice. Is that it? Like she's, just I chilling? guess so. I mean, I don't think she, I think she's changed her name and she's kind of, uh, um, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's a Rex. <laughs> so no she's Rex. Yeah, so Rex she's she changed, she's getting back into it. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Dang. Yeah. Did they bury him and stuff and put him in the graveyard or cemetery? I probably, you know, or? I I didn't really read about that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um but I imagine they must have buried him somewhere next to his parents or something, probably, right? That's how they do that stuff. I guess. Alright, so uh what did you think that case was gonna be about, or was it not really Kind of a it was not really an it's not it's not really unsolved. I think it's pretty obvious what happened. Yeah, but so is mine. I mean, it's, it's still unsolved. Just but it's, I mean, there's no. And it's not. It's just a little. It's weird that there were sixty eyewitnesses, but that the whole town was like, nope, this guy needed to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
it 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 obviously points to the fact that they they were in on it, right? Yeah. I mean, how could how could they not be in on it? Well, and there was a quote um, from the wife of the grocer that he shot and threatened to kill. It said, "She said the town is well rid of him, uh, yeah. and, and justice is served." Man, that's a callback to justice is served with the old grandma too. <laughs> in my story, <laughs> so much justice being served. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty similar. Like in that same vein, where like you'd know what happened. Kind of you, like you it's have a good inkling about what happened, but yeah. you there's no closure. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I this, thought one the, this one you don't feel bad though. You don't feel bad for that guy. <clears throat> no, I felt bad for the kid. This guy, yeah. uh yeah, he fucking deserved it. What a piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> Sounds like a schmuck. Stealing sheep. Who does that? <laughs> yeah, like he was rustling cattle or whatever. Weird. That's uh that's kind of all I've got for that one. I thought it was it was pretty fascinating reading through it. I like I like the kind of unsolvedness of it. But I like yeah. it was interesting learning stuff. I thought the concept of the podcast was pretty cool. And that's it for this episode of Research and Destroy. You can find us at facebook.com slash research and destroy podcast. You can find us on the web at research and destroy podcast.com. And if you have any questions or ideas for shows or topics, you can email us show at research and destroy podcast.com. On behalf of John, Adam, and myself, Justin, thanks for listening. It's your story now. You, you, you decide what is right.